Hello, Summoners, and welcome to another episode of Theology, the Study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Ilya Alador, and I'll be your Theologist today, and we're going to be covering the new uh, Mythic Hero Banner that is going to drop tomorrow. So on this banner, uh, we get the new Mythic Hero, Yune, the Chaos Goddess. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Yune is an actual goddess. I don't mean like a dragon, like she's an actual goddess. She's a goddess, and uh, very strong, I'm, I'm going to assume, uh, at least I'm going to hope, because there's some very poor legendary units we've gotten before, so I'm hoping she's a good mythic. But I'm going to go ahead and go over her banner, since we don't exactly know her exact stats now. I'll save that for another episode, like I did with Legendary Roy last month. So on this banner, uh, we will have obviously three of each color. So starting with green, since Yune is green, we have Yune herself, then we have Luin, and then we have Halloween Kagero. So both uh, Lewin and Halloween Kagero are both pretty good units. Um, as we know, Lewin and his very high speed and attack and his amazing Forsetti Tome, uh, very strong combination. As long as you can keep his HP up and uh, his speed faster than his opponents, he'll be an incredibly potent fighter. And Halloween Kagero is <laughs> an armored unit, so... We can, you can expect her to be pretty strong. Uh, we don't exactly have much to say about Yune as of yet. Uh, once once we do, and once we have more information on her, I'll go ahead and make a set, an episode on her. Moving on from green to blue, the legendary blue hero will be legendary Lucina. And uh, supporting her, we'll have legendary Azura, also a legendary hero. And lastly, Ophelia. Ophelia is not a legendary hero. So, uh, as y'all know, Legendary Azura, pretty much the best support unit in the game. Not really even any competition. She's just absolutely fantastic. Uh, Support-wise, and just some of the effects you can get with her and the team combinations are really insane. Uh, also, Ophelia. Ophelia is very good. She's one of the best uh, mages in the game. And especially for not being armored... For just being an ordinary infantry mage, she definitely is a very impressive fighter. Uh, she has really uh, a really potent stat line, and with the right IVs, she can take out most units without much without any resistance. So, Ophelia definitely a strong unit. If you get her on the banner, then by all means, you should be happy. Uh, lastly, legendary Lucina. She is um, not the most impressive of fighters. I mean, she's not bad per se, but she, uh, we, she's a colored colored bow unit, and uh, while her stats are pretty good, she doesn't have a ton that distinguishes her from her competition. You know, uh, her, her most unique thing is her assist skill, Future Vision, which basically lets her um, swap places with an ally and then dance for herself. Um, so she, she can refresh herself. So that's uh, a pretty good thing to be able to have. It makes her so her movement range, uh, even without Wings of Mercy or Escape Route, can be most of the tiles of the map she can attack from just by swapping and uh, getting herself refreshed. So uh, she's a very flexible unit, and uh, she does have some pretty okay stats. So if you get her, um, she's probably she's the worst of the blue units, but still good. The worst of the blue, she's still okay. Uh, the last color we have to go over is red. The red legendary hero is legendary Brioma. He's joined by Brave Celica and Halloween Myrrh. So Legendary Ryoma is a 
sword flyer with his Rajinto weapon. He's uh, been around for quite a while. And we've seen a lot of potential for him over the year, over the time, uh, the months. I personally got him. I'm pretty sure he's plus attack, and he's a really strong hero. Uh, I run him with a fire sweep sword just because with his uh, incredible offensive stat line, uh, he runs it very well. And of course, having uh, flyer mobility makes him just that much stronger. Uh, Brave Celica, you're looking at one of the strongest infantry sword units in the game. Uh, probably not at the level of Ira or Carla, um, but I've seen some very... I, I've actually done some looking around, and it's very easy to get her uh, to just one round pretty much the entire uh, Arctic Silver Fox hard list. So she's very strong fighter by all means. Um, and If you get her on this banner, then good for you. She's very strong, and of course she comes with Death Blow 4. I like how with the... Uh, increasing prevalence of Limit Broken skills, they've increased the skill inheritance uh, amount of uh, skills you can give to be four instead of three. So now instead of giving one whole set of skills, you can give uh, you can give two, or or at least one that's expanded. So <clears throat> yeah, Brave Selic is a good unit. If you get her, good on you. Uh, lastly, uh, Halloween Myrrh. Fantastic armor unit. We all know 180 BST young dragon. She's uh, very strong. You're looking at one of the best red units in the game with her. And unlike uh, Legendary Azura with the blue, uh, Holly Murr is so good because of her incredible BST and her amazing offensive potential and defensive potential. Overall, she's just a great combat unit. Legendary Azura is a great support unit. And if you get either of them, they're going to end up being very strong for you. Lastly, uh, the colorless category has Air, Halloween Mia, and Brave Lynn. Uh, Brave Lynn has not held up so well, thanks to uh, just intelligence systems increasing uh, the, the offensive potency of dragons. You can go ahead and listen to my Gen 1 Encore episode as to why dragons are so strong. Uh, but suffice it to say, dragons make... Bravelin's uh, Mulegear, not Mulegear, her B-slot skill, which is Sakae's Blessing, make it a lot less useful because now the most dangerous units you'll run into who have Distant Counter most often will be dragons, and uh, it won't prevent attacks from them. <clears throat> so as a result, Bravelin has fallen a bit in uh, her effectiveness. However, she does have some good skills. We know that she has a C-slot, she has attack smoke, which is uh, solid, and overall, being able to deny follow-up attacks from, you know, Rajinto and Ragnall and Alondite and all those people running distant counter in the A slot in uh, Arena and Aether Raids, still good to be able to deny them follow-up attacks. It's just, if you run Brave Lynn, you're going to want to have some sort of dragon check, or, or several dragon checks. I probably run into 75% dragons, 25% uh, beasts and other units, so definitely going to want to have some dragon counters if you're taking Brave Lynn, because um, she can check a lot of units in the game, and she can even out uh, outperform some dragons, but you definitely want to make sure that you have some other support for her. So she's she's okay. She's probably going to be the worst unit on this banner, depending on how Yune is, um, but worst unit on this banner doesn't really mean anything. 
Braveland is still a very good offensive unit, and uh, we will never forgive her for all the scars she she gave us when uh, Cavalry Emblem was the way to go in Heroes. Uh, Halloween Mia's next. She was the uh, flyer from, from Halloween. She's a staff unit. So interesting, interesting choice there for this one. It is about time. And uh, we are getting her at the same time as Halloween Mer and Kagero. So it kind of does make sense. But Halloween Mia is uh, decent. Remember the episode on her? Uh, her her staff effect is is interesting and kind of tricky to work with. So overall, if you're going to use her, you're going to want to go with uh, the good mainstays of a pain plus or gravity plus staff, whichever kind of staff you prefer. Thanks to having access to the uh, amazing uh, Razzle Dazzle combination, uh, Halloween Mia, like most other healers, can be devastating. And Halloween Mia has the added advantage of being a flyer. So she has flyer mobility, uh, which is something that uh, very few healers can say. Uh, very few healers can say. So uh, this, in addition with her having pretty decent stats for a healer, you know, 30, 34 stat line, she's pretty speedy. Uh, however, she will take the heavy investment to get the uh, razzle-dazzle because she doesn't actually come with either of them in her base kit. So if you get her and you really want to pour a lot of uh, expensive skills into her, she can be very good. And lastly, Air. Uh, Air did not initially impress me. Uh, I just looked at her stats. I just ran a few simulations, and she was really kind of unable to impress me. However, uh, the fact remains that Air is pretty good. Uh, her stat line, while not you know fantastic and while not exactly the the best made for someone of her role in the game, it is decent. It is serviceable, and she's a very good uh, teammate, team player. So, in addition to helping you out with your ether raid score, um, Air has the added potential to you know debuff enemies with her dagger and uh, heal you all passively, and heal herself passively. She's she's just a pretty good unit overall, and while it isn't necessarily her combat or her support, it's kind of all of it rolled into one. She's just a very good generalist kind of fighter. So uh, going color by color, which I think is the best, I think I have to give um, probably either, uh, depending on Yune, uh, Probably gonna either go with blue or red. This is because Legendary Ryoma and Brave Selica are both pretty good units, and Halloween Mur is a fantastic fighter. Uh, as Legendary Azura's fantastic support unit, Ophelia is really, really good, but Legendary Lucina is kind of lagging behind slightly. So um, they're both they're both pretty evenly matched, I think. It depends really on what you want. Do you want Spooky Mur? Or do you want Brave Celica and Legendary Ryoma? Or do you want Legendary Lucina and Ophelia or Legendary Azura? So which one would you mind not getting if you don't get who you want? And uh, I think those are the strongest ones. Colorless, I'm going to just tentatively say, is probably going to be the weakest on this banner. Colorless is not something that's really worth going for unless you want some extra fodder or you have uh, some extra Wrathful or Dazzling Staff laying around. Or you just want more Light Blessings, even though the game hands them out pretty regularly now. And uh, that, that kind of puts green right in the middle. There's a chance that Uni is going to be really good, um, but as a Tome Flyer, uh, I can't just say, you know, she's going to be instantly Tier 1, because she's not a 
dragon armor unit. So I can't just shout out whatever what uh, I, I think she'll be. It'll take a little bit of time, you know, knowing her stats, seeing how the game implements her for a while before I can give a really solid estimate of how she is. But I'm I'm willing to bet quite a bit that she won't be too bad. She'll be worth using. Even if it's only for her bonus to Ether Raids, she'll be worth it. Uh, I, I have a sneaking suspicion so she'll be pretty good. So uh, green is going to be right up in there with um, red and blue. It depends. If Yune is somehow is Tier 1, despite being a ranged flyer, uh, if she's Tier 1, then they're basically all the same. Those colors, assuming Yune is fantastic, the three are pretty evenly matched. The three colors are, and colorless is the worst. So it all depends on how good Yune is once uh, the game finally decides to let us have her. So that's basically it. That's the end of the episode. Um, say summoning priority. I'm going to personally go for red the most just because I like those units. Um, then I'm going to go ahead and go for blue because I'd love to get some Ophelia or some Legendary Azura. Uh, green, if, if there's no red or blue available. And then lastly, colorless, if and only if I get an entire five... Uh, orbs that are all colorless while I go for colorless. So uh, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. hope it helps you know how to summon on the banner if you want to do that when it comes out tomorrow. And uh, if you want to go ahead and join the community, you can do that on Reddit at r slash Phaeology, so the show subreddit. If you'd like to reach out to the show, you can do so at Phaeology at gmail.com. If you'd like to talk to me specifically, the anchor, you can do that at Ilialador at gmail.com or on Discord at Ilialador, hashtag 1130. And lastly, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that through Anchor at anchor.fm slash Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. Happy summoning, good luck, and I hope you schedule another appointment with your phaeologists real soon. Take care.